that you have been asking him for you know that one prayer point that has been on the top of your prayer list god has finally answered it and then you are basking in your season of answered prayers and you think that's all no not at all relax sit back and enjoy this episode Sorry that we've not had episode in a long time, but I'm here and I'm back and it feels really, really good holding the mic again and yeah, I'm sure it feels good listening to my voice, isn't it? <laughs> Alright, so today, just like I said in the beginning of this episode, you're probably in that point in your life where you're basking in the glory of your answered prayers and you think, that's all? That's it? Not at all, like I said. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about after the wait. After the waiting season is over, what next? What should I do? What should I not do? After the waiting season is over, should I continue basking in my answered prayers and just enjoying the moment? Or is there more to it actually that I need to do? Well, we are about to find out in this episode. Alright, so let's get right into what we have today. So we are going to be starting with looking at a particular bible verse that talks about you know people who neglect god after they get answers to their prayers now i would love it if you turn with me to the book of deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 11 i'm going to be reading it in the nlt version just as always all right so it says but that is the time to be careful Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations and decrees that I am giving to you today. That is one point, you know, after the wait. So make sure that after the waiting season, after your wait is over, be careful and beware that you do not forget God and disobey his commandments and instructions that he has given to you. Then verse 12 says, For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Verse 14 says, Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Verse 15, Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions. Where it was so hot and dry, he gave you water from the rock. Verse 16, He fed you with manna in the wilderness a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. Verse 17, he did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Verse 18, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenants he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Verse 19, the last verse. But I assure you of this, 
if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshipping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. I hope from this Bible verse we already have a slight understanding of the things I'm going to be talking about today and I do hope that this Bible verse and I open up to a lot of things, right? So first off, I want us to talk about, you know, what happens after the weeds. What's that thing that happens after the weeds? And those things that happens after the weeds are the things that we should not allow to happen to us. Alright? So the first thing that happens after the weeds and the first thing that we should not allow is to get too comfortable. Let's as, as a married person, you've been believing God for a child or you've been believing God for a contract, a business contract or something. And it has always been on the top list of your prayer points for the past two years, six years, ten years, one year, two months. And then God finally answers that prayer. And since the prayer has been answered, it means your waiting season is over, right? We get our contract, we get our job, and we start getting too comfortable in that position that we don't see the need to do a lot of other things that we ought to do even in that season of your answered prayers all right so one thing you should not allow is to be comfortable do not get too comfortable because where the answer of that prayer came from there is more in that source there is more to god than just the answer to that prayer that you are currently enjoying or basking in right now don't get me wrong it's totally fine for you to bask and be comfortable in that season. I mean, be satisfied with that season. But do not get too comfortable to the point where you feel like, oh, maybe I should just settle for this or settle with this. I don't need to, you know, push further or go further. All right? So the second point is forgetting the source of the victory in gratitude. I mean, this happens a lot of times. And as you can see in the in our Bible verse that we read today, Deuteronomy 8, verse 11 to 10, you know, forgetting the source of the victory. That is one thing that God warned us in this Bible verse not to do, not to forget who made it possible, who made your prayers to be answered. So, and it's very easy, it's very easy to be carried away with with the good things that comes with your your requests, the, the answer to your prayers. It's very easy to get carried away with all of it and then forget God. Leave God out of the equation. That's when you see some people saying, oh, I'm so busy and the work I have now, you know, it's, it has been taking my time. I can't go to church. And this is you who would normally go to church every time there is service in church. You never for one day miss any service, but suddenly that job that you have been praying to God for, that contract you have been praying to God for, that marriage that you have been praying to God for, that admission you have been praying to God for, you know, that traveling plans that you have been praying to God for finally happens and then you forget the person who even made it possible in the beginning. You start having excuses. Your wardrobe starts to fill up with excuses and excuses and excuses that never end. Right, so that is number two thing that you should never do. Do not forget the source of the victory and don't be filled with ingratitude, don't be an ingrate. But the third point is forgetting the need to pray. Now, 
because your prayer has been answered doesn't mean that you need to stop praying or everything is perfect or because one good door has opened of of course other good doors will open definitely but my point is because a good door has opened doesn't mean you don't need to pray for the other good doors to open because it is possible that in your prayerlessness the next door that opens up to you is a bad door god forbid it yes but it is very much possible why is it possible because we no longer pray because you're no longer praying because you have become lukewarm you've become cold and why because you have allowed yourself to get comfortable in that victory you've allowed yourself to get carried away by the good of that prayer that been answered You've allowed yourself to be overwhelmed by your new job. You've allowed yourself to be overwhelmed by your marriage. You've allowed yourself to be overwhelmed with your schoolwork. You know, with all other things that can easily take your time from you that you forget to pray. The Bible made us understand that a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. And that is what it is. So the fact that you no longer pray makes you powerless. And it then opens doors to devourers. It opens doors to leeches. Alright? So the fourth point is getting too busy with the new that you forget God. It's quite similar to the second point that I mentioned earlier. So what you should not do after the waiting season is to get too busy with the new life, with the new face, with the new season that you forget God. I mean, who made it possible in the first place? God, right? So why are you allowing yourself to get carried away by the good life you're now living, by that beautiful experience that you're now having, that you forget God, you leave God out of the equation? People even go as far as to say, oh, like, I, I can't remember last time I went to church. Please, why? I mean, you were always going to church every day. Even if you didn't have a physical church, you were always attending online services, you know, NLP prayer, NMPD prayer, and all of that. So, why is it that when you now finally have your answered prayer, you now forget God? You get too busy with every other thing that you forget God. No, that's not what God would have us do. Alright? So, the fifth point is pride. Now, a lot of people, because they feel like, oh God, I'm asking my prayer now. Then they start to wear 50-50 shoulder pads. My dear, it all ends here. <laughs> I mean, it ends in this world. That as a prayer is not going to go with you to heaven. Do you get me? So, let go of pride. Let us assume you're in the sanitation department. And then you've been praying to God for a particular job. And you finally get the job. A very big job. You know, good pay and everything. And then, you come on Saturday to clean the church. Or maybe you even stopped coming to clean the church, and then on Sunday they walk up to you and they're like, Ah, why so we've not been seeing you, you know, as we used to? They'll say, Ah, how can I be cleaning the church? Ah, I mean, I cannot clean the church again, I'm sorry. And, you know, and then get my job, but that's pride. And trust me, there are a lot of people who do that. You might not do that, but there are a lot of people who will do that. Who are currently even in that position. Alright, so don't let pride take over you. Those things that you would normally do, keep doing them. I don't even think at this point 
we as Christians should see any of God's work as you know to lead to all right so don't let pride in so the sixth point is it reveals our love for God you know as much as people will say oh I love God I love God my dear get that job first before you now start saying you love God my dear get married first before you start saying you love God my dear get that admission first a lot of people because we want something from god because we desire something from god because we are in our waiting season we tend to show so much love to god but let sister mary get that husband oh my god then we will know how much she loves god and there is something that the bible says about you know our service to god being a reflection of our love for him and that's the truth how you serve god how you relate with god your relationship with god determines your love for him it shows us how much you love him and if after your waiting season is over you start distancing yourself from god it only shows how much you love him it shows that you never even loved him in the first place you only loved him because of what you're going to gain or what you felt you're going to gain from him that's why a lot of people come to church two weeks, one week, one month, three months, and when they don't see any results, they leave. Why? Because their love is conditional. They're expecting something in return. So what you do after your waiting season reveals your love for God. So the seventh point of things not to do is to stop going to church in disguise of online service or online church. Why are you streaming church online? Please tell me why. Like, come closer. I want to hear your reason. Okay, take for instance, you relocate out of Nigeria. And you probably feel, oh, you want to remain in your church. Let's say person you're attending Redeem. And you want to remain in Redeem, but there's no Redeem around you. And you're like, oh, let me just stream online. There's nothing bad in streaming online. But don't get too comfortable in you streaming online. Look for a physical church ask God to direct you to an actual church, a physical church that you can attend because in the place of streaming online, my dear you would start to get too comfortable in that position and you would not see the need to attend a physical church. The Bible says to not forsake the gathering of brethren my dear, attend church look for a physical church and attend service today all right and even if you're not you're not abroad or you're in nigeria or wherever you are cease from online church streaming cease from the disguise of i will watch church service online and go to church bible says that where two or three are gathered in my name there will i be all right so the eighth and the last point is insatiable when people get too comfortable after God answers their prayer, some people get to the point where they start to feel like, ah, I want more. And you're just one week into your answered prayer. You're not satisfied with what God has given you. And that's something that you should not do after your waiting season. Bask in that new season that God has given you. Bask in that new victory that God has given you. Till... He sees it is time for you to go to the next season. Then will he fill you with the hunger for the next season? And then will you express another waiting season? <laughs> oh my god. You know, it's it's so funny because when I was actually thinking about the story, I was like, in a real sense, after the wait is another wait. Because in as much as you finally gotten your most 
requested prayer point answered even after that you would still have to wait for another prayer point of yours to be answered right so you have to go through waiting season after the wait after the wait and after the wait do you get but yeah the last point for this is insatiable so where god has put you be satisfied with it and trust god that when the time comes for him to take you into another season for him to answer another of your prayer trust him that he would make it happen all right so bask in that season be glad in that season enjoy that season in christ all right and not outside christ so enjoy in that season in christ and god will give you more blissful and beautiful seasons after all right so let me recap on it i said the heading of this is things not to do after the wait things not to do after the wait so number one is too comfortable don't get too comfortable number two is forgetting the source of the victory in gratitude all right number three is forgetting the need to pray prayerlessness number four is getting too busy with the new that you forget god number five is pride number six is it reveals our love for god so when you do all of this wrong things it reveals your love for god the seventh point is stop going to church on disguise of online church service and number eight is insatiable so this can be things not to do after the waiting season or things that happen after the waiting season or after the wait all right so the next thing we're going to be looking at is how to escape the wrong attitude after the wait now number one here on my list is admitting the wrong attitude after the wait so admit that you have actually exhibited some of these wrong attitudes or wrong attributes after your waiting season after god has finally answered your prayer admit that you have been wrong that you have either been ungrateful um or you've you know become too cold lukewarm like a desiccal about things of god and all of that so admit that you have you have done wrong in the first place all right so the second point is to seek godly counsel now it's not enough for you to say oh okay i think this thing that she's saying is right and i think i have done this i have done that it's not just enough to say that but you need to seek godly counsel talk to someone about it either your pastor your mentor your accountability partner anybody who is wiser than you basically and who has a deeper understanding or knowledge of god than you do to talk to somebody about it seek godly counsel i had to put the word godly there because there are a lot of counsels nowadays you get but seek godly counsel not worldly counsel so the third point is ask for mercy now you have spoken to the person without your pastor or your accountability partner or your mentor and you're thinking what next to do the next thing for you to do is go back to god go back to your first love and ask him for mercy basically that's the third thing for you to do and the fourth thing is share your experience with people you know there's something someone you say to me 
the more you talk to people about what you're going through or what you have gone through it's a way of keeping yourself in check so you don't fall back into it it's a way of keeping yourself accountable for instance as a podcaster i'm telling you the things not to do after the wait i would need to scan my life and you know make sure that i am not doing all of these things because i would be an hypocrite if i am doing all of these things and i'm coming here to tell you okay don't do this do this don't do that do that so share your experience with people because it only helps you it builds your confidence in yourself that you can do it and it keeps you accountable to yourself and to the people who you share this experience with so the fifth point is keep your altar burning so while sharing your experience with people the devil would definitely try but because you are hot i know some people say oh no i can put hot for the mat at the end of the day it burns right so the same way you can't comfortably swallow hot food without it either burning you or causing pain to you as the same way the devil can't touch you or get through to you without skin getting burnt as long as your altar is on fire for god right so keep the altar burning keep your relationship with god intact at all time these are ways in which you can escape exhibiting the wrong attitude or the wrong way of life after the waiting season now i would like to go over the how to escape the wrong attitude the first point is admitting the wrong attitude after the wait the second point is seek godly counsel the third point is ask for mercy go back to your first love the fourth point is share your experience with people and the fifth point is keep your altar burning all right now before i go we're going to go back to our bible verse and break it down together for us to have a better or wider understanding of what the verse is talking about all right so we're going to look at the bible verse again deuteronomy 8 verse 11 to 19 and we're going to be taking it one after the other so verse 11 says but this is the time to be careful beware that in your plenty you do not forget the lord your god and disobey his commandments regulations and decrees that i am giving you today so this verse 11 is warning us that we should beware we should be careful that when god finally answers your prayers you do not watch you do not forget the lord and you do not disobey his commandments now this particular podcast episode although the topic says after the wait is not just referring to people who are currently basking in their season of answered prayers it's also referring to you who is still waiting on god so that you will know the right things to do after god answers your prayers all right so basically this 11 is telling us that we should be careful that when we finally have our answers to our prayers we should not forget god there's one thing i mentioned as things not to do so do not forget god do not disobey his commandments right so don't be like that child that is asking his father for chocolates and making the father gives him chocolate he just takes chocolate and runs off without you know looking back or even asking the father oh dad will you have some chocolate don't be like that child so do not forget god verse 12 says for when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in verse 13 and when your flocks and herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else be 
careful so 11 to 13 is basically still telling us to be careful when everything multiplies when we start having silver and gold in large pieces in large amounts when our brand starts getting bigger and bigger when god starts enlarging our coast we should be what be very careful not to forget god all right because it is very easy to be carried away with the riches that God will give you. It's very easy for you to be carried away with wealth, with things of the world. Alright? Verse 14 says, Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from your waiting season. So don't become proud. When God gives you what you ask of Him, what you desire, do not become proud and forget God who was, who rescued you from your waiting season, who took you out of your waiting season into your season of flourish, into your season of bliss. Alright? Verse 15 says, Do not forget that He led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions, where it was hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. There is nobody that would go to any mountain and then hit the mountain hard for water to come out right now. I don't know, I don't know if it's possible, but I'm just saying I don't think it's possible. Right. But this is trying to tell us that God made impossible possible for you, even in your waiting season. He gave you the strength to pull through your waiting season. He fed you when you were hungry in your waiting season. So why is it that after your waiting season, then you now relax and forget God? Why? It's not supposed to be so. Right? Verse 16 said, He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. Now, this particular verse is telling us that everything we had to go through in our waiting season and every strength that God gave us in our waiting season is to do what? To test us, to humble us and test that truly we are his children. Truly, when things are hard or when things are good, we would remain his child. So why is it that when things become good, you run away, you turn back? So verse 17 says, He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. I really hope that this is speaking to you as much as it's speaking to me because this is a situation where anybody can find themselves in. Alright? Verse 17 said, He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. So God had to make you go through your waiting season so that when you finally come out, you will definitely say that God did this for me. I remember when I was waiting on God for something like that was so dear to me and dear to my family. I told God at some point, I think about 2020, I told God, I said, God, my name is Elisha, which means God did this for me. And I told God, I said, God, I don't want to know how you would do it. But I believe and I trust you that my name will be my testimony and I will definitely testify that of a truth for me, of a truth that God did this for me. And that was exactly how God gave me my testimony. And that is exactly what this verse 17 is saying. God is making us go through that way so that at the end of the wait, our testimony will become God did this for me. God gave me the strength. I did not have the strength, but God did 
practice what David has trained. He came through for me. And not that, oh, Brother Lagbaja came through for me. Or I came through for myself. You have no power of your own, so you can't even come through for yourself. You who cannot simply raise the dead with your own power, how can you then come through for yourself? Alright? Verse 18 says, Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. So remember the Lord your God. After your waiting season, in your waiting season, whatever season of your life that you are in, remember the Lord your God. Because why? He's the one who gives you power to be successful. So even when God finally answers your prayer, the only thing that determines how successful you will be in that your blissful season is God. So why should you run away from him or forget him? Verse 19 says, But I assure you of this, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods. Now the gods here is not just idols. It is your work, your marriage, your school. Whatever thing that God has finally given to your prayer that God has finally answered. So it says, if you forget the Lord your God and follow your marriage, your schoolwork, your work, your office work, your project, worshipping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. I pray that we will not be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Because imagine that thing that god has given to you and that has made you to say to yourself yes i have arrived imagine if god takes it away from you how then will you feel how shameful will you feel so in order for god not to bring you down the bible says that the proud he what he bring down the humble he does what he exalts but the proud he does what he brings down to nothing so in order for you not to be destroyed you need to be what humble even after your waiting season in and out of season be humble in and out of season remember god in and out of season do not worship any idol the idol doesn't necessarily have to be a structure money is an idol anything that takes you away from the presence of god is an idol all right pray god to help us in the name of jesus so i want us to understand that beyond whatever season god remains god and we shouldn't be defined by our season, alright? So beyond whatever season you are, in and out of season, waiting season, slow season, dry season, whatever season that you are, remember that God remains God. And that season that you are in should not define you. The fact that you have passed your waiting season should not define you. Should not make you derail from God, alright? And I want to urge us, those who are waiting on God, keep waiting keep believing keep trusting god because the answer is just few seconds away from you it's few seconds away from you and any wrong move you take right now can jeopardize your answer from coming so take the right steps believe god trust in god have faith in god and for those of you who god has finally answered your long-awaited prayers and you are now in the after waiting season so to say i want you to still keep god as your number one because he is the author and the finisher of everything that concerns you right so slow down take a deep breath talk to god about it all right if you have derailed slow down talk to god about it and ask him to take you back ask him for mercy 
and seek godly counsel like i said so we have come to the end of today's episode and i do hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i enjoyed recording it okay so please do make sure you share you subscribe right remember god loves you so much bye peace out